Well, one day when I was in the second grade, I had been home for lunch and I had walked back to school. And when I went in, the door to the classroom was closed. I didn't dare open it. I didn't dare knock on it. I was just too shy. So I turned around and walked back home. <laughs> Hey, this is your host, Debbie. Welcome to Gap Year for Grownups, a podcast for those who believe you can take a time out to reinvent your life, especially at 50 plus when you're figuring out what comes next. In today's episode, I take you behind the scenes of a women's storytelling event that I produce and direct in Stonington, Maine. It's called Island Women Speak. I created the event about a year ago as part of my gap year reinvention, and it's a project I'm particularly proud of. I really believe that almost any kind of work or life project or any new thing can come out of taking a time out. You just have to follow the thread of your intuition. Don't overthink it. Take a risk and have fun. This is where my intuition led me. I got the idea for Island Women Speak and thought instantly of the name in late 2017, after I spoke at a similar event in New York City. It was called Generation Women, and it was a multi-generational women's storytelling of evening inspired by the moth, the moth and their live storytelling events. I represented Team 60, as Georgia Clark, the organizer, called it. Georgia is a talented writer and published author herself, and she helped me craft my five-minute story. That's one of the rules. Your story can only be five minutes. I opened by saying, I'm 65 and I still have sex. That brought the house down with wild clapping. I guess it's news to a younger audience. Anyway, I realized I loved performing with other women just women, and especially with women of different ages. There was something very special about the connection we had with one another. So I had a simple thought. Why not bring this event to Maine, to the close-knit coastal community of Stonington? Now, I'd never directed a stage production before, but I'm a writer and editor, and I know something about storytelling. And there are so many interesting women of different ages in this remote part of Maine. So this was a way to offer a platform for women of all decades to discover their voices and speak up about what matters to them. That was Lorraine Knowlton you heard a minute ago, standing on the stage of the Stonington Opera House as she told the story of her childhood in Stonington and on Deer Isle and how she overcame extreme shyness. Lorraine is 85, and she was the oldest of our lineup of seven women, each one representing a decade, 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, down to age 20. Now, it would make a better story if I told you that Island Women Speak was hard to create because I had to overcome all sorts of internal doubts or logistical difficulties, but I didn't. I felt oddly confident that I could pull it off, 
and the Stonington Opera House, our little theater, was the perfect venue for an evening of storytelling. This is an important piece of my story of reinvention. I've gotten to a new place where I'm quietly confident. I know what I'm good at, storytelling, writing, editing, mentoring, and coaching other writers, and I know it's a way to offer something of value to my community. But there was still a surprise, a big surprise. It wasn't that we pulled off the first event and attracted a full house on a bitterly cold winter's night in Stonington. We've now done three Island Women Speak events, with more planned. But that the event seems to mean so much to the audience and to the community. And that, in turn, means so much to me. Today I talk with Amanda Larrabee. Amanda represented Team 30, the decade of the 30s, in 2018. And together we talk about her experience on the stage and about the event overall. Amanda is a full-time member of the local community in Stonington, Maine, and she shares her thoughts on why Island Women Speak has been so successful with the community. Amanda, hi. Thank you so much for coming on the show, as they say. All right. Thank you, Debbie. I wanted to ask you about your performance with Island Women Speak. Because you you performed a story that was very personal, and I wondered how did you decide to do that, and what was it like, you know, facing an audience where you knew a lot of the people in the audience, but maybe didn't know all of them. Okay, um, that's a multi-layered question. I suppose I was, you know, I was inspired by the subject, the, the theme of um, that particular Island Women Speak, which was how to live honestly on an island. And, you know, at first I, I was really stumped, um, <laughs> not because of not living honestly on an island, but it seemed, you know, it just seemed like, is there any other way? Can you, can you not be yourself wherever you are. And then I realized, of course, you can not be yourself. And in fact, maybe a lot of us aren't being ourselves in some way. And once I was able to begin, what I wanted to say just seemed to flow naturally. That is such a good point, though, uh, because uh, Island Women Speak is, is a women's storytelling event on an island in a very remote place, a small place where many people know one another. And that I think, but I want you to tell me, I think that's what has given the event so much intimacy, but uh, talk about that. You know, I wonder if I had, if I were speaking in front of a group of people that I didn't know anyone, would I have said anything differently? And I, I don't think that I would. And I think I was actually more motivated by the fact that I, that I felt I would know so many people in the audience, but what does it mean to know people? And, you know, what we think we know about someone is that who they really are. And that was, you know, that was partly my point in what I, in what I 
spoke about that night was just, you know, I've known you all for so long and you've known me for so long, but what do we really know about one another? And I think people want to know each other. That's why they're there to see that event. That's why women are agreeing to speak at this event. Well, say a little more about that because it just seems to have touched a nerve with the audience and with um, a continuing event at, at the Opera House, the theater in Stonington. People just loved it. And, you know, when are you doing the next one? Is it, it's satisfying something, a desire for something. I think one of the things that it might be satisfying, you know, here we live in this world, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Snapchat, we tweet, you know, we have all of these things that are on the surface, seemingly to make us more connected to one another. And yet, I think that most of us, and and I don't, I'm not saying this as a judgment, uh, but most of us show what we want to show. And it's usually our happy happiest moments. And I wonder if that isn't more isolating because you know that your own life isn't full of just happy moments or beautiful moments or lovely sunrise or beautiful flowers or cute kitty cats. And we see that all day on our social media, but this is an opportunity, you know, not just, it's not that it's, it's just women speaking about hardship but it's women speaking honestly about who they really are. And I think that we all want to hear that because we all want to hear that we aren't the only ones who have these real lives that aren't pretty pictures. I think that's so true. What about the all women piece of this? I've gotten some, as the producer, I've gotten quite a bit of pushback on that, as in when are the men going to do it? What are your thoughts on the all women lineup, which, and just what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I, I love it. I'm all for, you know, men speaking. And I, I think that the men should speak. They should, you know, they should create their own event and do, you know, and have an island men speak and and it would be wonderful. And I would also go to see it. But I think that there's something about giving a space to women. Um, You know, just historically, the space has always belonged to the men already. So, you know, saying that this, this slice of time, this microphone, this stage right now is for the women I think it's important. And, you know, maybe it seems like, oh, women's lib, it was so long ago, yada, yada, right? Ha ha, it was so long ago. But that's, that's happened in, in layers, and it's still happening. And this is just one piece of that. You know, I don't, I don't want to pull on, pick on anyone in particular, but there was a woman at the last Island Women Speak who said something about how she had come to this small community, and she'd taken this job, and she was, you know, speaking out for um, for fishermen, and she realized that she was spending her, you know, the, I mean, I'm paraphrasing her. I, I don't, I don't want to misrepresent, but to me, what I heard was um, that she realized that she, her whole her whole work was really representing men, and and I found that to be really interesting that 
that she'd had that realization and she was sharing that with us. I did too, because I know who you're talking about. Um, and it was surprising. It was very surprising to hear that. Yeah, exactly. What about the different ages? And you know, this is my concept for the event, to have one woman from each decade, from 20s yeah. up to 80s. And we've even done 90s a couple of times. Yeah. What does that, what does that do? What does that create? I, you know... I think in particular in the event that I was in, and maybe it's just because I, because of rehearsals, I got to hear those stories a few times each. So I knew them a little bit better. I thought that it was, you know, really something to hear the way that different, it, they, the way they spoke on the same topic. You know, of course I'm, I'm in the, the third group up, if you will, or, or there's no, maybe I'm only in the second. Maybe there's only one woman younger than me. Is that is that true? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're thir- you're in your thirties, right? I am. Yeah. Okay. So I was in the second group. Um, I guess you know it struck me listening to the woman in her twenties speak. Um, I could relate so much to how she had felt struggling in her twenties to identify herself and to figure out who she was and how she fit into the world and. Um, you know, I think that the stories had sort of a an arc of human development through our, our different decades of our life. I mean, I think it would be, you know, if the project lasts long enough, I think it would be really interesting to come back and speak at this event when I'm 45, you know, and, um, and how would my, how would not just, obviously, my story would be older because I would be older and there'd be more to say, but not just what my story would be, but how I would tell it, what is important to, to a person in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, you know, a lot of the same things, but you, you grow and the way that you see them grows with you. Well, yes. I mean, that is so true and very self-aware of you to say that because uh, I'm I'm representing the '60s, and it is so different. You know, there are these um, studies, and there's even a book out about uh, the the happiness arc of your life, which shows that you get happier and happier as you get older and older. Because uh, there are some downsides to getting older, but it seems to be true. '60s, '70s, '80s, and even '90s. I think the women who've spoken have been had a much clearer sense of themselves and been okay, you know, with where their life has gone. I mean, it's so fascinating. And, and, you know, there was so much to glean from the stories of the women who are older than me, which was most of the women, you know, at this point in my life. And I remember the oldest woman from the night that I spoke, she began by saying, I have been an adult for 75 years. And that, that's pretty incredible, you know, to think that. And I'm at this point, and I thought when I, you know, I thought about that and I thought to myself, okay, I've now been an adult for half of my life. And then that percentage will only get bigger, you know? And um, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just really interesting. And what does that mean? Well, I think it's just, you know, life. And anyway, this has been a, a project of mine that I just wanted to do. And I still am so surprised and so delighted that 
the community seems to love the event. They really do. People are talking about it for weeks afterwards. You know, the job that I have, I see a lot of people throughout the day. And if they were there, they're saying, did you see it? Did you go to the Island Women Speak? Or I saw you there. Or, oh, I missed it. I can't believe I missed it. I'm going to get to the next one. It just seems like it's something that everybody wants to be a part of, whether from the audience or from the stage. It's, it's, I'm, I'm just, it's amazing to me. It's amazing, but also wonderful. And also maybe this speaks to being in my late sixties, but it feels very natural. Like, oh yeah, here's something I know how to do. And here are these wonderful women in this new community. That's really my community where my husband and I have, are making a life and it just feels right. I, I think it seems to be a really good fit. It seems to be what people wanted or were looking for, and they, they may not have known they were. <laughs> well, Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, Debbie, thank you. At the third Island Women Speak in January 2019, Amanda passed the mic around at intermission to gather some audience reactions. Here's what she heard. How are you ladies enjoying the show this evening? This is the first one I've been to. I'm sorry I missed the others. It's terrific. What do you think? I agree. It's wonderful. I feel like I'm not only learning about people, but I'm learning about the island and I'm learning about the community. So what do you guys think about tonight's show so far? One word. Super. Awesome. Have you been to see any of the Island Women speak? Every one of them. Every one of them. All right. A returning fan. And how about you? Oh, it's. I'd like to think it's the cultural event of the season. So what do you guys think of the show so far? Fantastic. Just incredible. Oh, these women are so great, so cool, so different, so wonderful. Nice variety. What do you guys think of tonight's show? Once again, it's a packed house, powerful speakers. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's nice, you know, they're community members that you know, and now you're learning more about them, and maybe you have memories of them, you know, and this is just adds facets. Absolutely. It's nice to watch them sparkle. I agree. That's a wrap for this episode of Gap Year for Grownups. If you're feeling inspired, you can leave a review on iTunes. It really means a lot. And if you've got ideas for future shows or topics, you can email me at thegapyearpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, however you want to reimagine your life, now is the moment. Don't wait. This is Debbie, your host. Till next time.